You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's go. It's a Monday morning. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea. We'll just say it because you guys did it on Friday night. You get to do it at... This Friday as well as the Kansas City Chiefs come to town for another preseason game against the Arizona Cardinals. It's Boat Rock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cards on Twitter, at Locked On AZ Cards. And if you have any fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft, don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live Wednesday, August 18th at 9 Eastern, so 6 out here in the West, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts, not including Alex Clancy, he wasn't inviting. <laughs> Shocker to no one. We'll answer your questions live. Submit them ahead of time to at Lockdown Network on Twitter. Speaking of YouTube, we have uh, eclipsed the 500 subscriber mark. We are so uh, grateful for each and everybody that has tuned in, that has subscribed to our channel. This is just the beginning. We're excited about uh, bigger things on the horizon for the podcast. Yeah. Um, and Bo and I were actually just talking about this. We're solidifying a situation where we're going to be going live on YouTube and Twitter every halftime of all the 17 games for the Cardinals season. Um, it's going to be a time for you to be able to engage with us in real time because we record these a little bit earlier before we post them. We just find it uh, just more tightened up that way. Uh, things could change, but that's how we're looking at it now. And we'll be able to engage, answer your questions, um, You know, give Bo some hair tips, uh, <laughs> give me some, you know, if you're going bald, these are the things you need to do tips and just, right. you know, not wear a hat that and uh, much more, but it, it's going to be exciting every halftime week one through week 18 minus the bye week. We'll be doing it. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, just seconds before we cracked the mics and turned on the cameras and you went and reached for your ball cap right at the end. You just, you just weren't feeling yeah. the, the confidence and that my made, bald cap, <laughs> your, That's good. your bald cap. That's right. <laughs> that uh, your trusty ball cap that uh, is hiding the receding hairline. We got a lot yeah. to get into here. Uh, preseason opener takeaways. Cardinals won it uh, as time expired. Matt Prater, my God, how exciting was it to see that Praterade? Like that's the best. <laughs> just place kick his way into our hearts. Unbelievable <laughs> four for four performance. We say that because we're not used to seeing it. We we haven't seen a consistent kicking game for far too long. As far as here in the desert, more takeaways, I promise, than the kicking game. How about the rookies? Zayvon Collins, Rondell Moore, Marco Wilson, all of them flash. More takeaways from their performances. Plus, who else? What, what are the, what's the statistics tell us as far as uh, the season opener? Who else could have had an under-the-radar good game? Alex will give his uh, takeaways on the game. And also we'll look at who struggled. Uh, because it, when we did crack the mics for the halftime, we, we had a lot of really good things to say about this team. We had one more half of football to play. We saw Chris Strebler. Uh, he finished the game. We'll see. We'll, we'll try to figure out. Does Chris Traveler have a role on this roster? We'll figure that out as well. And is Eno Benjamin talk about guys who uh, who had great game? Eno Benjamin is he carving out a role as we speak for this organization? A couple things to uh, look at here, real quick, before we get into the breakdown of Friday night is that the Arizona Cardinals announced that they've activated running back James Conner, tight end Darrell Daniels, defensive lineman. Lucky Futu and Charles Washington, your safety from the reserve COVID-19 list. And then tomorrow, 
the team has to get down to, I believe, 85 players. It's a cut day, so they already started doing that. Uh, Aleva Hifo, the wide receiver they signed last week, uh, defensive lineman Darius Kilgo, and also running back Ito Smith. Pour some out for Ito Smith. His one-week Arizona Cardinals tenure has come to a close. And then wide receiver JoJo Ward was released. So the Arizona Cardinals already getting ahead of it and uh, have made some roster cuts. Anything surprise you? Not not me. No, not really. I mean, it's just trimming. You know, going down to 85 here tomorrow, I think, is the deadline. Like, it's, yeah, it's just par for the course at this point. But you Nothing can, of note. You can make the case that Eno Benjamin's performance, I mean, made it easy for the team to just say, okay, Edo mm-hmm. Smith, we don't, we don't need your services anymore. We've already got a guy that can do all those things. He's a little bit younger, a little less mileage on his legs, and maybe some more upside. Yeah, I just don't understand how he was, wasn't active for any games last year. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, like, there was room. You know, I mean, there was room to, to have a third back there oh, and and we didn't see any run from, you know, last month, last year. I mean, it's gonna be a great story if he can make the active roster a handful of games this year as the third guy. You know, they're going to need help. It's a long season yeah. with Chase, who's unproven as RB1 and James Conner, who, who doesn't play full seasons. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's as far as you shouldn't feel content with your running backs, especially the ones you have on your roster. Ability right. to make it through the marathon that is a 17 game season, especially when it's James Conner who's played 10 and 13 games, and then Chase Edmonds when there's already people that are skeptical that he can be a lead back. Even though, I, I mean, let's just talk about that real quick. You know, Chase Edmonds had uh, what do you have three carries for 10 yards, he had the one catch for 10 yards. Pretty quick duty for, for Chase Edmonds. I think he played two series, um, all with Colt McCoy as the quarterback. I, th- I think he looked he looks spry. He looks strong. He looked ready. And I don't know if we necessarily need to see too much more of Chase Edmonds. This I mean, it, he's RB one, right? It, it, unless J- James Conner comes out in the next two games of the preseason and just dominates, it, it'd be tough for for Chase Edmonds to relinquish this top running back spot. Yeah, I, Chase Edmonds looked like the one playing against twos, which yeah. is what it was. You know, I mean, he just looked like an NFL player playing against guys trying to make rosters. We've never questioned his ability to be electric in space. You know, like not everybody has the spark that he does when he's in space. It's a beautiful thing to see. We saw it. It was really a coming out party last year. Like, sure. In 2019, he had the three touchdown game against or uh, was it? No, 2018. He had the Green Bay game. Then 2019, he had the three touchdown game against the Giants. And then yeah. last year, there was more stability from him. We saw against San Francisco and other teams where he is a threat. He is a uh, an offensive weapon. We just need to see if he's able to take lead back roles. And it's not like he can't and people are saying he won't. We just haven't seen it. Just like I'm picking Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl until he doesn't play anymore. Because we've seen it so much. It's like you'd rather pick that than not. It's kind of the opposite for Chase Edmonds. And we'll see. We'll see if he can do it. Right. Yeah, no doubt about it. Like it, it's it's just like thinking that your your college aide's son can be financially stable after he's like he's had two credit cards that he's maxed out and you know it it's it would just be it wouldn't be smart of the organization. We we've already going down memory lane there, Bo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going down memory just a little bit. <laughs> but I think I think there is a, there's a lot that uh, general manager Steve Kimes should be excited about. Uh, from the performance on on Friday night, and a lot of people want us to pump the brakes, but look, this is all we have to go off of. Uh, you know, you you can sit there, and I think it was Ian Rappaport that tweeted it out. He's like, I'm not going to overreact to preseason, you know, uh, results. Don't overreact to preseason results. Don't overreact to 
preseason results. But, you know, we're going to do that a little bit because, you know, I think that there were some things that were encouraging. You do have to take in consideration, and it might be like the same thing as far as a couple of the wins early in last season about who you're actually playing. Keep in mind, like, Dallas, especially beyond their starting unit, that roster sucks. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's so not good. It's not good. But the fact that they were so, you know, should we have seen more from the offense? You know, it, the, the offense resembled a lot of what we saw uh, last season. Like it, it had its moments. You know, it was able to get points. They had the the drive where you know Benjamin was able to punch it in. Uh, but at the same time, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, and I think we'll talk about this more on the other side. But it's none of the rookies look lost which is something that is very important. Like Isaiah Simmons last year, and I know there was no offseason. I know there was no preseason. It, it was hard for rookies, some of them. Isaiah Simmons looked lost a lot of the time last year. Zayvon Collins, within the first couple snaps of that game, was behind tackle for loss, behind the line of scrimmage tackle for loss. It's like, oh, man, this, I mean, he, he doesn't look lost. Rondell Moore was ready to roll. He looked like an NFL player playing against the twos. And Marco Wilson, aside from giving up that fourth and long reception, he played great. He played great. And and we're seeing reports now that that he and Rondo Moore are going against each other in practice. Like, this is what it looks like when you draft well if things work out. Yeah. And so far, so good. As you mentioned, that's that's all we have to go off of. Yeah. Iron so iron. Cut us some damn iron. slack. You like that, right? Iron sharpens iron as far as uh you got your great offensive players going against your good defensive players. It's exciting. More takeaways from the preseason opener here on Locked On Cardinals. Make sure you're following along on Twitter. Follow Alex at Clancy's Corner. Follow me at B-R-A-C-K Bob Rack. And, of course, at Locked On AZ Cards. Hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. And if wherever you find us or listen to us on podcasts. So one week of preseason games in the books, and you got another one on the horizon. Thursday night, Pats, Eagles, a matchup of the Philly Special. How about the Patriots... They're two-point favorites on the road in Philly, or the Arizona Cardinals are two-and-a-half-point dogs at home hosting the AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs. You want in on that action? Bet online. Fastest, easiest way to do that and bet on it. Baseball season, also, it's coming down the stretch here. It's nearly September, and you've got uh, teams vying and jockeying for postseason position. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, of course the NFL, and UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, kick football, drop hockey puck, or tip basketball, head over to Bet Online on your laptop, your cell. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. I said sign-up bonuses because right now, if you head over to BetOnline.ag on your mobile device or your computer, you could receive a 50% welcome bonus. That means if you put in $100, you get $50 free dollars to help build your stack and get ready for the NFL regular season so you have a lot to play around with. Bet online. It's your online sportsbook experts. All right, so lots of encouraging things from the preseason opener, and Alex mentioned it right out of the gates. You had the TFL from Zayvon Collins. He did. He looked very composed when he was on the field. He seemed to know where he was supposed to be on each and every play, and also in the huddle. He seemed to command the huddle because he's that Mike linebacker. He is that guy that's going to be kind of the quarterback of the defense, and that's a lot to ask from your rookie linebacker. But yeah, I thought he did pretty well. Yeah, and you saw a lot of Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins on an island in the middle of the field. We talked about this at halftime of the game. It's like that's the game plan. Yeah, there's no safety net like Jordan Hicks and Josh Weinfuss. We, I mean, huge fan of the uh, of Josh. 
Obviously, he's a good friend of both of ours. He tweeted out that there was a lot of Jordan Hicks and and uh, Zayvon Collins in practice with Isaiah Simmons on the edge, blitzing, yeah. the, blitzing the quarterback. So we're going to see Jordan Hicks and Isaiah Simmons and geez, and Zayvon Collins on the field at one time more right. than we maybe thought. Like maybe Jordan Hicks is going to find his way into a bonus role that – you know, maybe you don't tell people who the damn starter is four months before the season starts. Yeah, that's not to say that Zayvon Collins shouldn't be, because by all accounts at this point, he's just bigger, stronger, faster, younger. You know, that's just how it works in the NFL. But that doesn't mean Jordan Hicks is going to be a throwaway in this in this on this defense. Yeah, I was reading Howard Balzer's uh, breakdown of the snap counts for SI SI.com, Arizona Cardinals SI uh, is, and he had this uh, little nugget about that trio. That Jordan Hicks played 11 snaps, and he used the much discussed lineup between with Hicks, Zayvon Collins on the inside, and then Isaiah Simmons on the outside. And Collins played 23 snaps, Simmons played 14. So that's exciting. I mean that 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 when you when you thought about it and you you heard the big headline that Steve Keim has already anointed his first round pick the starter. You know, people people think that you know Jordan Hicks is just kicked to the curb. Well, that's not that's not the case. He's being paid handsomely. He showed that you know he lost the step, and maybe he's not uh, you know the guy that you want as your starting Mike linebacker. But he is a guy that is can play the angles very well. He's a sure-fire tackler, yep. which is you can't always rely upon this day and age in the NFL. And th- there is a role for Jordan Hicks. And, uh, you know, I've seen a couple guys. I think Ryan Cody is, is a big believer that Jordan Hicks can still be an impact maker. He's just not your, he's not your starting linebacker, Mike linebacker. And that's fine. I like yeah, that. I, I mean, like that package. I think it's yeah, sexy. No, well, because and we're finally starting to see Isaiah Simmons kind of morph into kind of what he was before, which is a lot of everything. You know, he's a lot of everything guy. And... Like I was going back and forth with Josh on on Twitter about it. I'm like, I would just love to see him in the Asan Reddick role for a part of when he's on the field. See quarterback, hey quarterback, I'm 6'3", 240, sub 4'4", let me go eat. Like I I would love to see that. And if Jordan Hicks can play up to his potential, 80% of what he's been up to this point, you need a perfect mix of young and veteran. And the Cardinals finally seem to, at least on the roster, have it. DeAndre Hopkins, Rondo Moore. A.J. Green, Rondo Moore. Zayvon Collins, Jordan Hicks. You know, uh, Byron Murphy, you got young corners. You have Malcolm Butler. Uh, Colt McCoy, Kyler Murray. Like, every important player, young player on the Cardinals roster, now has a counterpart that he can learn from. Yeah. And that's not something that we've seen in a long time because the, the team's gotten younger since 2015, but the veterans weren't really there to help as much as it seems like they are now. And Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt, obviously, for the linebackers also. Yeah. And J.J. Watt, we, we're, we're kind of glossing over this just because uh, <laughs> we. I, I'm so glad that it's happening during like preseason. Usually they, they, they do this in, in July where there's nothing going on as far as the NFL news cycle. It's the slowest time of the season. They do the top 100. They've, uh, they unveiled the, the first 50. So from 100 down to 50. And J.J. Watt was the lone, right? He was the lone Cardinal in, the, mm-hmm. in that whole group, he was 66, and yeah. and you just look at the first half, and you're just like, this is a this is a stupid list. And but the, <laughs> there's there isn't any. It should get you excited, but it also, as a snake bitten Arizona Cardinals fan, you should also be like, are they going to miss out on some key players on the the remaining 50 of this list? Like, are they going to really? They're going to leave guys off this list that are easily one of the top 100 players in the league. Yeah, I mean. 
9% of the rest of the list should be Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> you know, there's four guys that should be there. And Bo and I, we were talking before, before we started this, like there could be four Cardinals in the top 25. Like if you think about it, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be there. Um, Buda Baker should be there. Yeah. But Jamal Adams will probably take his spot. You know, it's kind of the JJ Watt effect, really. JJ Watt was in the 40s last year. I saw he dropped 20 spots, but this is all predicated upon performance from last year. So really, this means Jack Scheiser. You know, this really, <laughs> it means nothing, this top 100. But you could have Kyler, Buda, Rodney Hudson, and DeAndre Hopkins all in the top 25. Kyler's probably going to be in the 30s. Rodney Hudson will probably, you know, he might be in the 40s, but. I mean, you're going to have four Cardinals in the top 50. You would venture to think, right? Yeah, I just I know that there's a lot of respect around the league for Rodney Hudson, and, and the center position is so tough to where lists like this they seem to be the forgotten as, as far as forgotten positions. Center is probably way up, unless you're like the center for Peyton Manning, like Jeff Saturday was, or uh, was it Lindsey for for Aaron Rodgers. Unless you are tied mm-hmm. to like an MVP caliber quarterback you're not going to get a whole lot of run at the center position and you're not going to be top of mind. So I think Rodney Hudson, there's a potential that he doesn't end up on this list and that's no indictment on him. And Rodney Hudson had a pretty uncharacteristic penalty the other day. It looked like we were watching Mason Cole with his false start penalty the other day, but I think we're going to be fine there. I think Rodney Hudson's the only guy that doesn't crack the top 50. But Maybe, I think- and yes, it was offsides, okay? It yeah. was encroachment. It wasn't a false start, okay? It's preseason. Get off my ass. It was a false start, so, okay? But, but we do have, we do have, we do have, I think it's going to go probably, we'll probably have the quarterback go first, right? We'll see him first. I think we'll see Kyler Murray. Kyler As Murray. the lowest? Yeah. Yeah. So as, as they count down, I got to imagine DeAndre Hopkins is the, the highest. Yeah. And then you have Buda Baker after Kyler Murray. And then uh, who am I missing? Wait, wait. So you think it's going to be DeAndre Hopkins, then Kyler, then Buda Baker? No, I think as far as if you're going from, you know, one to 50. From first to 50. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if you're going, if you're counting down, it's going to be from 50 down to one. Kyler Murray is going to be the next Cardinal you're going to see. And then Buda Baker and then DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, probably. DeAndre Hopkins probably won't be top. Like Tom Brady's going to be one, right? Patrick Mahomes will be two. Aaron Donald will be three. You would think Lamar Jackson, four. Like, TJ Watt's going to be five. Like, there's going to be, like, DeAndre Hopkins isn't cracking the top ten, I don't think. I mean, maybe ten. Wasn't he eight or nine last year? Yeah, I mean, because Derrick Henry will be there. You know, I mean, Christian McCaffrey. Oh no, Christian McCaffrey probably won't. He'll yeah. be because he was hurt the majority of the year. Last I mean, they'll year. have. They'll That's why these lists don't matter. Well, they'll have they'll have two wide receivers ahead of DeAndre Hopkins on this list. I mean, I think they put yeah, Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. I think they do just off of their performance because you're right. It's it's so big. Like the number one overall guy last year was Lamar Jackson. How far does yeah. he fall? I mean, he's he's is he top ten? For know. sure. We'll see. People love him. Yeah, it's it's something that I'm gonna I'm gonna. See on my Twitter timeline. I'm actually I'm not tuning into the top 100. I don't know if who does. I don't know. But uh, it's the Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network. We got derailed there. Just real quick, <laughs> a couple uh, pro football focus uh, grades here because your eyes did not deceive you as far as how good of games some of the rookies had. Marco Wilson actually was the highest rated pro football focus uh, corner 
for the Cardinals, or defender for the Cardinals. He had an 83.7 grade. Evan Weaver, the linebacker, was next, 82.9. And Marcus Hunt, the recently signed defensive lineman, had a 78.4 and a minimum of, of 10 snaps. And also, as far as your highest-graded offensive players, Christian Kirk had the big one-handed uh, catch for 35 yards. It was beautiful from Colt McCoy. He was your highest-graded offensive player, 92.5. And then it was Rondell Moore at 84. Uh, and then Greg Dortch, the uh, undersized, speedy wide receiver, he had a pretty good game. I think he can he could potentially make this roster as a, as a team's guy and maybe get in there as far as the wide receiver mix. Let's get into the conversation about a couple guys. We mentioned Eno Benjamin. Let's get into the Chris Strebler, you know, discussion. Does he have a role on this roster? And uh, we'll wrap things up here on a Monday edition of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. I do have to tell you about the best tasting protein bar ever. Alex likes to mix it up. And act like he doesn't like coconut, even though it's freaking delicious. But if coconut's not for you, like you you have seven other built bars that don't have coconut in them. You don't have to eat coconut or coconut almond. You can go for cherry, raspberry, mint, brownie, peanut butter, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. Get a mix box. Figure out which flavors you love the most. And not only are the built bars the best tasting. They're healthy, too. 17 grams of protein, at least, in every bar. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. And right now, if you go to Built.com, you can save yourself 15% by using the promo code LOCK15. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Alex, you don't, your, your palate, it's, it's trash. But things you do, you're starting to figure out is how you can find reliable auto parts for your car yeah. and not just absolutely yeah. get taken to the cleaners by uh, by some mechanic or the dealership. Yeah, it's happening this week. Um, I'm going to go to Rock Auto and buy the parts and I'm going to have a buddy fix it for me. RockAuto.com. Uh, it rained all week here. <laughs> I didn't have to leave the comfort of my abode and it was fantastic. RockAuto.com. I finally figured out what I'm going to get. Go to RockAuto.com. They're a family-owned business. They've been online for 20 years. Um, the prices are reliably low. It's really a no brainer. You don't have to go to a chain storefront. You don't have to go to another, you know, one of their competitors and walk in and have to ask a whole bunch of questions and all that crap. Just go to rockauto.com, go in the search bar and search for what you want. It's that simple. Again, prices are reliably low. You don't get upcharged because you're not a manufacturer, which is fantastic. Go to rockauto.com, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. The Arizona Cardinals making roster moves today. We mentioned earlier in the podcast, if you missed it, running back James Conner, tight end Darrell Daniels, defensive lineman Lucky Fotu, and safety Charles Washington, all activated from the reserve COVID-19 list. We'll see what their role is in this upcoming Friday's exhibition game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury did say that we should see Kyler Murray in that contest and some of the other starters. The team released uh, Aleva Hifo, the wide receiver defensive lineman Darius Kiligo, running back Ito Smith, and wide receiver JoJo Ward. And uh, I think that we, we'd mentioned this, that with the release of Ito Smith, that the team probably is buying more into the Eno Benjamin hype after he had the uh, solid game on Friday and he had the touchdown, the only touchdown of the contest. Um, you have to believe Eno's he's, he's carving out a role for himself. How could he not at this point? I mean, he got he got the run, um, and we saw little flashes, little bursts from what we saw at Arizona State. I mean, he's never going to, 
you know, beat you in a foot race, but the dude is, he's a bowling ball and he has a nose for the end zone, which is important. It's one of the cliches that people overuse. You tell me that Kenyon Drake has a nose for the end zone. And I'll tell you that you're a liar. Like there, there are certain people that just figure out a way to get in the end zone. They just do. And you know, Benjamin showed it in college. He punched it in during the preseason game. And yeah, you have those great storylines coming with planet Arizona state, but I think that he's the leader of the pack for being the, the third head on the, you know, on the three-headed monster that we're probably going to see in the running back room this year. I mean, barring them adding somebody late, which we don't really see is going to happen. Yeah, we didn't see much from Jonathan Ward, a guy that's been on this roster. He he got the nod over Eno last year. He he averaged under four yards a carry on Friday. I think he and he had he had a couple opportunities. He had six carries for twenty-one yards. Um, you know, you like that Cliff Kingsbury got creative in getting the ball in Rondell Moore's hands. Not one carry, but two carries, and it's it's going to be. You know the most one of the more non-traditional running back rooms or just running games that we've ever seen. One that your quarterback's going to be probably close to the leading rusher. You've got Chase Edmonds, and then you've got you know Rondell Moore, who's probably going to be in a heavy mix for carries. And then Eno Benjamin, I think, can carve out a role as you said, as kind of that guy. If James Conner can't be reliable as far as staying healthy, you've got to have somebody else. And and I think Eno Benjamin could be that guy. Now, let me ask you this, and you were, I, I'm just going to transition for us. Yeah. Like, when with Chris Strevler, yeah. do you think oh, yeah. that – let me – I mean, this is dumb, but, I mean, do you, could, do you see him getting carries? Like, could you see him in the backfield on third and one, not under center, being a guy that you can use like that? There, or is yeah. he just going to be, I'm going to have the ball under center. You know that I'm going to push over Rodney Hudson – up the a gap and hopefully get this yardage or are, are, are they going to get like really creative with him not just putting him out as a receiver or whatever they would do with Taysom Hill if if he makes the roster they're going to get creative with him I think you that think he's not you think that, he's not that they have to I mean it, it's just a it depends on like do you want to carry you got to make a big decision as far as how many wide receivers you're going to carry you got to look at your cornerback room sure there were encouraging things for Marco Wilson Tay Gallon, I think, came alive as far as his coverage in the second half last last week after a, a poor tackle attempt he had. Uh, and then, you know, do you feel comfortable with Malcolm Butler, uh, Byron Murphy, and Robert Alford? You know, you got to find out, you know, how many guys you can carry at each position. Um, as far as, you know, with Chris Shover, do you want to carry three quarterbacks? And at some point last, last year, something shifted shifted where Chris Trevor went from kind of being that gadget guy and that shortage yardage guy and it was a it was a bad play that happened at one point but they had to keep him they had to keep him out of harm's way because he went from that guy to the backup quarterback and he had to stay healthy so no longer could he do what we saw on Friday night where he bowled yeah. over a, a defender he didn't play recklessly like that at all last season even when he played in the final game for the against the Rams so if you're going to have him, you give him that ability back to do what he does best, and that's you know terrorize oncoming cornerbacks who are cut you know caught with him in open space. Yeah, I think that that's his role. I just don't I don't see him. I don't think he's as talented enough a passer to be and supersede a guy like Colt McCoy as far as being the backup quarterback. What we saw from Colt McCoy on Friday was perfect. What you need the backup yeah. Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's he's arguably the best backup quarterback in the league. Yeah. I mean, just consistently. He can win games for you. Chris Traveler can't, but I think there's a role. Like, the Cardinals have enough offensive talent now to where you can get a little silly with Chris Traveler. You know? Yeah. It's not him playing backup, but I, I'd much rather have him there 
than have seven safeties. Sure. You know, like, I mean, they have so many safeties <laughs> and I'm sure they're going to cut a couple. Yeah. I'm sure. Chris Banjo will be the last one um, to make the roster like last year. But I think th- there's got to be room for Chris Traveler on the 53-man roster on Sundays. And, and you're seeing more and more teams do that because of what the Saints, uh, the kind of success that they've had with Taysom yeah. Hill. I mean, that that having those gadget plays and, and guys that can can execute them, uh, you know, I think it's important. It, it, you know, you figure it out. Like, does it come down to would you rather if if a playmaking tight end? Because we didn't see anything from the tight end position. We saw Max Williams make a catch and fumble. On one of the first drives, uh, we didn't see anything as far as playmaking. Do you take a third quarterback, gadget play type quarterback, or do you take the opportunity to go to get a tight end? I think you you go for the tight end. I'm just yeah. those are going to be the type of the decisions that Kime and Cliff Kingsbury are going to have to make. You know, when the regular season comes. Also, you know, I think Straveler too. As much as you know, there's a lot to like as far as what you how you can get creative with him. He's not going to be sought after by the the rest of the league. I mean, there's a very good chance that you could figure out how to keep him in the fold somehow. Yeah. I don't know I if mean, he's practice squad it, eligible or what. Like, he was... The Cardinals, again, have enough on the offensive side to keep him as a luxury. Yeah. You know, like, before it was... There's, you, no, you got to be brick and mortar here. Well, like, me, you just need to go get this. first downs and score points. Let me ask you this. I mean, Andy Isabella, you cut him right away for, to, to make a role for Chris Traveler? Who would you rather have, Andy Isabella or... I mean, that depends. Like, it's going to be probably Keyshawn Johnson or Chris Traveler. Or, Keyshawn, Johnson, uh, who Keyshawn also, Johnson or Andy Isabella. Keyshawn Johnson, by the way, was on the field quite a bit the other day. And really, yeah. his impact was, was minimal. He had one catch for 15 yards. Uh, yeah, but look, he's Kyler's guy. Like, 50, he had a couple... He had 53 uh, snaps. What was he? He was just out there running routes. You know, of one of he had one target, one catch, fifty-two other times he's just out there getting his cardio in, picking flowers. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would rather like there was. A t- I think uh, Johnny uh, Johnny Venerable tweeted out that Keyshawn Johnson probably is now ahead of Andy Isabella. I don't think he was ever behind him. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think, like I at think Keyshawn Johnson was always ahead of him. Yeah. And any, you know, even but, when he's a sixth rounder and the other guy was a second rounder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we saw immediately from Kyler and Keyshawn during the regular during preseason two years ago that that clicked. Yeah. I mean, he was looking for him first. Now, I would probably keep Chris Trevler over Andy Isabella because Cliff Kingsbury's had the chance to use Andy Isabella in ways to get him not end around end around Andy, but it's just not it, it just not happened. Just cut bait. You got a second round pick for Josh Rosen, and um, Steve Kahn will take it as a win, even though it isn't. Josh Miles had a rough game. I'm trying to figure out who else had a yeah. rough game. Um, not not too much. I mean, like I said, there was a there was a incredible amount of encouraging things for the Arizona Cardinals. Steve Kahn was probably walking with his chest puffed up high uh, Saturday morning. And rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, every box was checked, Bo. Every Outs- single box yeah. that we wanted to see was checked. Outside of, I mean, I can't remember. Maybe the just the amount of hype from first round and second round from a Cardinals draft within the last couple of years. I mean, sure, you had the first round quarterback in Josh Rosen and you had Christian Kirk as a second round wide receiver from the same draft, but we know how that panned out. Um, but at this stage, I think there was a considerable amount of excitement around that. Also, Hassan Reddick was a first round pick, linebacker, Buda Baker was a, a second round safety. There was a little hype, but it doesn't match. 
I, I you'd be hard pressed to find as much hype surrounding a first round and second round pick and after their performance to match that in the Steve Kime era. And it's early. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's let's just take it a second. I know we got to run here. We're yeah. running over, but two years ago to the day or whatever, the last preseason we saw was Kyler Murray running for his life against Oakland. Do you remember that? Yeah. Cleveland Farrell, the offensive line was breaking down. We're like, oh no what has happened here. Mm. So a lot of things have changed over the last 700 days or so. And the Cardinals are in a much more solid position to allow young players to flourish when they weren't doing that before. Colt McCoy, JJ Watt, Rodney Hudson, Malcolm Butler, guys like retaining Jordan Hicks. I go back to what I said earlier in the podcast. It's paramount to have those guys on the roster to allow the young guys to learn in-house as opposed to just have to having to learn on their own on the field, which is what had happened pretty much from 2017 to 2019. So, I mean, it's very good position, very good ecosystem for the young guys to learn and flourish. Alex Clancy, follow him on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow me at B-O-B-R-A-C-K and follow the show at Lockdown AZ Cards. Subscribe if you haven't already to our YouTube page. Great daily content coming your way. Plus, that's where you could catch us talking Arizona Cardinals at halftime for each and every game, preseason and regular season, and hopefully playoffs. We'll see. We'll see. We're not we're not there yet. We're not making those predictions just yet. It's uh it's been fun. We will talk to you guys. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day.